0: Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue on this journey of exploring all of the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everyone. This is episode 11 and as I was preparing for today's episode, I was looking through some old journals from my year long daily love letter project. And from July 14th, I had an entry. This is not a love letter, but I wanted to share it. Been reading The Untethered Soul, and last night I was hit with a realization. What if I'm trying to stay connected to people by keeping my vibration lower, complaining, emphasizing the negative, weighing in on things I don't like, etc.? There's at least some truth to this. I could feel it wash over me. And then the question became, What if I gave myself full permission to be deeply happy, to be unconditionally happy? Michael Singer, the author of The Untethered Soul, talks at length about this idea of being unconditionally happy, choosing to be happy. This is also something that Tony Robbins talks about. He talks about it as choosing to live in a beautiful state. And the way that they both talk about it, it's a little different for each of them, but the way that they're talking about this idea of making this deep fundamental choice to be happy, to live in a beautiful state, it's so beautiful to me. It's so inspiring because they're in that choice. They're both reminding us how how much freedom we have and how much choice we have when it comes to the quality of our hearts and the quality of our lives. And, and they're showing us how what we emphasize can bring us whatever feeling state, you know? And so choosing in your day-to-day life, no matter what comes up, to be unconditionally happy, to not rely on your outside world to make you feel good in your heart, or to not rely on the outside world to make you feel a sense of beauty and ease in your heart. To me, that is like one of the most profound and, and, uh, empowering choices that we can make. And I feel like it really does time to love signals. So we're going to spend some time talking more about that today. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Untethered Soul, Michael Singer's book, which I just feel so inspired to pick up again after reading that short entry in my old journal. I want to talk more about this idea of being unconditionally happy. I also want to share a love letter with you all from July of 2020. And I want to talk about self-love as something beyond ourselves. So let's dig in. The Untethered Soul is an incredible book. So many people love it. It's a New York Times bestseller, yada, yada, yada. This guy, Michael Singer... I don't know a lot, a lot about him, but I've seen him in interviews and he has a very calm, very unassuming quality to him that feels really nice. The subtitle to this book is The Journey Beyond Yourself. And it's a short book. It's maybe I'm holding it right now. I'm holding it right now. It's 181 pages. (laughs) And he talks about our relationship with ourselves, with God, with life, with our thoughts, with our ego. And he really, from what I remember, I read this a while back, so I'm going to reread it here. Not while on the podcast, (laughs) but I'm going to reread it here in the coming weeks. Um, He really talks about how to listen to the thoughts that we have, how to notice the thoughts that we have and witness them while not believing everything we think. And while basically, you know, Witnessing all of that, all those things that go on in our very human minds, and choosing to consciously come back to unconditional happiness and basically like this deep appreciation for life and for all that is here that is good. And I love that so much. It's so inspiring. And so I can't wait to read more of that book again. And I do feel like this idea of being unconditionally happy and choosing to live in a beautiful state and all of that really ties into love signals because I actually feel like love signals and even that process of connecting with love every day for a year for me was a way of choosing to be unconditionally in love with life, choosing to feel and notice all the love that was here without it having to really dramatically present itself to me and make itself known. Like I was looking for it. I was noticing it. I was choosing to see it and feel it. And with that, let's read this love letter for today. So this is from July 18th, 2020. Dear Michaela, you deserve all the sweetness, joy, and reverence that you offer to be mirrored to you, by the people you are close to keep shining and let your gaze rest where your love is mirrored with sincerity. I love that. That's so sweet to me. Mm. And this to me is a whole other layer of this idea of love signals of the way that I think as we calibrate to love, to high quality, unconditional love that's, that's honest, that's fierce, that's nurturing, that's you know, all these really nourishing qualities. As we calibrate to that and as that becomes more familiar to us, as it became more familiar to me, I feel like it's something that I was more able to choose in the rest of my life and it it empowered me in my relationships to seek out where there was the most kindness, where there was the most love. Like like I say in that letter of like you deserve that love and reverence all that goodness that you offer to others, you deserve to have that mirrored back to you with sincerity. And I think that was really a time in my life where I was just really anchoring in like wow, I I don't have to hang around people or places that feel harsh or unkind and that don't reflect all the goodness that I hold back to me with sincerity I it's what a gift to have people in my life and I and I did at the time I I still do have people in my life who reflect back love and kindness and and reverence and sweetness and it's so beautiful to realize that I really can choose that for myself And it feels, it's, it's interesting because I think the more that I calibrate to love and this unconditional happiness and all that, the more it feels easy to let anything less than, than love and kindness to kind of fall away. I don't have interest in it. I don't, I don't feel any need to convince people to be how I need them to be if, if if they can't meet me in a place of love, in a place of kindness, that's okay, and they can go on their way and I'm gonna go on my way. This all does I mean all of this all of this big all tie into this awesome concept that um my partner Dylan and I finally put a name to called the Tigger yes, that's what we call it Tigger yes the tigger yes (laughs) tigger as in Winnie the Pooh the Winnie the Pooh character tigger um and that's something that I'd love to spend more time on in a future episode I think I could do a whole episode about the tigger yes but basically it's this idea of um feeling like such a full yes like it's that robust yes tigger I we call it tigger because (laughs) the story behind it is that when I was a kid, and my mom would take me to go buy a new pair of shoes, because as you know, kids always need new shoes because they're they're growing. Uh, she she said to me, she said, "I always know when it's the right pair of shoes because you start bouncing up and down, and you get so happy, you get giddy, and you start bouncing up and down like Tigger." <laughs> you know, I don't know if she said like Tigger, but that's that's how I thought of it in my head, and I was talking about this with Dylan one day we were talking about like oh well wait like what feels right what feels right in your heart and like this and dealing with shoulds and pressures I of a certain situation and feel like ah, oh, but maybe I should do this thing even though it doesn't quite feel right and it's like wait a second what is and and I I imagine a lot of you have heard of this idea of if it's not a hell yes then it's a hell no and that is such a beautiful concept I've, I've always liked that but I've noticed it's never stuck for me and I think I think it's partly because of the language I just don't really say hell no or hell yes um, it just doesn't fully resonate with me like it feels kind of heavy like why would I want to conjure up images of darkness or heaviness with the word hell when I'm talking about feeling enthusiastically emphatically clear about what I want to do And so to change it from that to a Tigger yes, we're like, wait, it's like, it's a Tigger yes, which feels so joyful, so exuberant. So like, it's so clear to me, like it makes me smile, even just thinking about it. And I feel this like bubbly, happy energy in my whole body. My heart feels light. It's, it's such a clear signal on every level. And I love this name, a Tigger yes. Is it a Tigger yes or is it a Tigger no? And so to weave that concept into um, <laughs> into this idea of letting letting myself calibrate to love, calibrate to kindness, and let anything else fall away, it does feel like part of what helps me now. As this is these are these newer iterations of of these insights, you know, because that that letters from 2020. Here we are, two years later. And as I'm living into this idea more and more each day, I can feel how the Tigger Yes goes so well with that because it adds another layer, almost like it's underscoring my experience and what really is true and what's really valid. And when I feel that Tigger Yes about my experience and when I feel how good it feels to choose happiness, to choose a beautiful state, to choose love, it makes situations that can maybe feel tense or hard or uncomfortable, whether it's with people or or other situations or, you know, the news or whatever it might be. It helps me to relate to that in a way where I'm coming back to this, this deeper value, this deeper truth. The Tigger Yes underscores that, yes, it does feel good to focus on love, to focus on unconditional happiness and to focus on being a source of that kindness and love and choosing to let things that mirror that into my world. The last piece I want to touch on is tied to something that I kind of realized in our last episode, which was such a fun episode. Um, So fun to reflect on the first nine episodes so far and what I've learned and to glean even more insights and I you know I actually listened to that one back I listened to most of these back just because I'm always like mm, what Ooh, yes what did I learn what what did I say there um, and I was really surprised I didn't make all the ding sounds I wanted to the little ding insight moment um, for all the insights that happened I feel like there were like five or six in that whole episode and so yeah, anyway, it's, it's fun to think about all of it, but something that I shared that I feel like maybe wasn't necessarily an insight, but it's something that I haven't shared with you all yet, but that has lived in my heart around all of this is that when I think about these love letters to myself, it's interesting because I think that. There can it can almost seem self indulgent, right, to just be focusing on loving ourselves and oh, just like loving yourself, no matter what, and like all these things. And it could seem very like self involved and kind of like it's in this like little bubble of um, self focus, right? It's it's not about the bigger world, it's not about um, the bigger energies of the world, like God, but. But, and maybe this is just because my definition of all of this is different, but I really do feel that as I went deep into the process and as I continue on this process of love signals, I really see how that process of journaling was a form of connecting with God and feeling those love signals was a form of connecting with God realizing all the love that was woven into the tapestry of my day-to-day life and and feeling it and letting myself connect to it and open up to it felt like a way of connecting to the love of the divine of God it was shining there ready for me and 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 in turn i felt like all that love that lives in me was woken up in me even more and was shining even even bigger out into the world that I got to be a love signal for the world and and in a way remembering that I am that I think we all are that or we all can be that when we let ourselves shine light shine truth shine love on the world so that's part of what I'm talking about when I say as part number four of today's episode that self-love I really see it as something beyond ourselves I see it as something that that can, that like that's, it's interesting because it's like I'm talking about self as if it originates in the self and, and in a way I do feel like it does. But I actually feel like that source, that self that's in there that can offer love, that can connect to love, it feels like God talking to God. It feels like the divine talking to the divine. It feels like this, this, this seed of that energy that lives in us opening up to the bigger sunshine that also created that seed it's like it's all connected it's all there and and so love signals i'm so glad that that's the name of this podcast i'm so glad that that's this idea that i'm asking about and i'm living and breathing into with this podcast because i think in a way that's a truer description of what that year-long project was while the structure of it might've been, I'm gonna write a letter that's loving to myself every day from different perspectives for an entire year. The, the actual experience of it, the feeling of it was as if I was receiving signals of love and as if I was offering signals of love back out. And it felt like this beautiful conversation of communication that was beyond the words I was writing on the page. And lastly, as a bonus thing that I'll share here, and it's something I I also shared in the last episode, but I want to underscore it. I'm so amazed at how much trust came online for me in that year long process. And it's, you know, it's part of what helped me to feel willing and bold and brave when it came to making new decisions with my life which included moving across the country and it's part of what helped me feel bold and brave and willing to open my heart to love again and to meeting someone who I could really see sharing my life with which I I have that now I I have I met Dylan (laughs) Um, and so i think that i just feel such gratitude for that process and that time and the way that i'm still struck by how much i have come to trust life and to trust myself and my relationship with life i feel i feel so held so taken care of and from that place i actually feel really excited and curious about what comes next And there's this way that it feels like the journey is more than just me. It's, it's, I get to be the vessel for insights, for creative exploration, for all of it. And it feels so, so wonderful. I feel like that year long process helped me deepen my connection with the divine, with God, which is something I've always had and always wanted to deepen but it's like I didn't realize that that's what that would do <laughs> and I love that this kind of loving devotional act of sitting each day and connecting with love brought me closer and and opened up this connection with the divine and I really feel that in in everything that I'm doing here now. And it, it actually gets to feel really fun now. It, it feels um, exciting and compelling. And, and even in the moments where, you know, I have a hard day, or I'm going through something, I, I feel like there's this really solid base beneath me. So often, when I was in emotional turmoil in the past, it could feel kind of like, there was this empty pit beneath me that I could just fall into forever, you know, just a dark chasm. And now I feel like even when I'm really upset and feel really disconnected from my heart and from a sense of peace, I, I feel like there's more of a floor beneath me. I'm, I'm moving my hands almost in like a like a box or a basket bowl kind of shape with it's like this foundation, this, this being held from beneath of like, I've got you got you and i'm so grateful for that feeling and whatever created that you know i don't know who god is exactly or even generally (laughs) necessarily but i feel that sense of support and it's so fun that it gets to be a dance of of the i have choice i have freedom i i can i can hone my focus to be unconditionally happy to choose a beautiful state to be bold to be fierce to be honest and i also get to receive all this yummy love and comfort and support and it feels like such a such a beautiful relationship with my own heart and with being alive so i think that's where i'm going to leave us this was a slightly shorter episode but it feels right for it to be short and sweet I hope that wherever you are listening to this, that this episode brought you some sense of feeling embraced, of feeling uh, uplifted. And I'm so available for any of your thoughts, any of your ideas. If you want to suggest things for me to talk about topics, if you want to suggest a guest I could have on, if you just want to share, you can reach out to me, the email for this podcast is podcast at gmail.com that's lovesignals plural podcast at gmail.com and it if you love this podcast if you want more people to know about it some of the best ways for you to do that are number one to share it Number two, write a review, leave us a review, rate, rate the podcast on whatever platform you're on and also subscribing to this podcast. Some, um, platforms you don't need to subscribe or, and some you do. So, you know, whatever you're working with, (laughs) if subscription's an option and you want to subscribe and you want to support the podcast, please do that. Um, please know that I appreciate you all so much and I feel really good about letting, this podcast be known far and wide I uh I think that the more people can feel the love signals in their life and and step into being a love signal themselves uh the better (laughs) might as well right so with that I'll leave you with our happy little phrase there's so much love here for you I mean it I feel it may you feel it more and more every day in every way. Take care.